Podtackler, the unofficial Halo Universe podcast presents episode 835, Achieving Co-op Halo, recorded live on September 29th, 2022. Three, two, one. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Podtackler, the unofficial Halo Universe podcast. I am one of your co-hosts, Duststorm. I'm your other co-host, Godzilla T. And we are back with some more Halo news. Not too much going on tonight. And I am still in my little contained section off. But thankfully, the work down here is almost done. So I should be back to normal next week. We'll have a more normal podcast next week. So a little bit shorter today, but shouldn't be too bad. Uh, we've got a couple things to go over. We've got the latest achievements that are going to be coming with the winter update and the Halo Infinite campaign co-op. We've got the results from HCS for North America finals and a couple other things that we'll be going over here in just a little bit. But as we always do, let's go ahead and open up the uh, Podtacular community corner of the podcast and see what happened over the past week. With GT, Dragon Friday, how did things go? Went very well. Very good. I tried so I tried something new this year this time. I actually played on the PC version of Ooh. Infinite. Yeah. How'd um, that go? <laughs> I, I did I didn't drop out of the party for once. Okay. Uh when I was playing on Xbox, for some reason, even though I'm signed in on an alt account for the party, uh I would just randomly disappear. It wouldn't kick me out of the party on my end, but I couldn't talk or hear anybody in the party. So it's a little weird disconnect things. Yeah. Way to fix your (laughs) (laughs) right. I don't know what they've done with the Xbox parties. Like this kind of almost harkens back to how it was when. Well, it was like when they first launched the Xbox companion app. Right. Yeah. They were having big party issues even then, you know, well, even when the Xbox one launched, yeah, uh, they were having party disconnect issues and then they fixed it and then they fixed it again with the new app air quotes, fixed it, fixed in air quotes. Yes. Who knows what the heck's going on, but no, all in all we did, we uh, had a really good night. Very good. Uh, I unfortunately was not able to make it. Planes changed. So. Planes? Plans. Did you go somewhere? Planes. We. I am going somewhere soon, though. I'm going to go to Seattle for the World Finals, so that'll be fun. Nice. Unfortunately, Sketch gave me the bad news that my game show panel was canned for the programming for Worlds, which is too bad, but hopefully there'll be another time. I know they enjoyed it, and they want to get it done. They want to bring it back in some capacity at some point, so... Just have that in my back pocket for whenever another opportunity comes around. Well, you know, you can uh, fine tune it. Yep. I did. Bugs out. I did think of, I mean, this would take a lot of hours in Forge, but maybe converting some of that into like doing a game show type thing within Forge. You could do that, especially in Infinite Forge. Yeah. 
you, so, I think you pretty much come up with whatever you want. <laughs> just about. So I, I might tinker in that arena if I find time to do it. Um, yeah, I definitely think it'll be possible, Eric. It's just a matter of scripting and then putting all the elements in there. And with the way that you can transform things and you can basically make letters, you, you could do a lot of different things. You just have mm-hmm. to like program each puzzle, board, survey, whatever into it and then just have buttons that do everything and just not mess up the button order. <laughs> yeah. You want to make sure you keep that button order right in front of you so you know what it is. Yep. It's like, okay, here's my operator over here and here's my main character out on the stage type thing. Mm-hmm. Be cool if you could basically remake one versus 100, but you can't because the Halo Infinite doesn't support that many players. No, unfortunately it doesn't. You do one versus 20. Yeah. Do custom games support 24 players for a big team? I honestly haven't jumped into custom games to really I see if that happens. I haven't played custom games, so I can't tell you. That'll all change when we get the Forge beta, I'm sure. So, anyways. So that was it for the Pottacular stuff. Um, still haven't gotten around to achieving Halo, but with MCC updates coming in, we'll probably be getting back to that soon. Um, and now since I'm not having to prepare for my game show thing, uh, I had a lot of free time just kind of open up, so I'll probably be diving back into that here pretty soon. I was revamping the boards that I was using from Outpost, and the place I got the PowerPoint templates from is called RunSack Creative. So I'm basically reverse engineering the code that he's using in his boards into my boards. But yeah. So moving on, we've got a couple of cool things happening so since i mentioned mcc let's start with that halo released an update where the exchange now has more items that it can offer on a weekly rotation so for example this week there are 10 items that you can purchase um, and there's a whole new armor set that they've released along with that it's a hefty five season points per piece yeah Uh, And then there's another armor set that's going along with that. So for this week, there is 35 (laughs) Spartan points worth of things to unlock in the exchange. I started with zero this week, so that's going to be fun to try to unlock all of that. But the good news is you uh, get more Spartan points for completing your challenge. Yep. Challenges, plural. So that's better. They basically doubled all the... Challenges that you would normally get a season point for, and now you get two season points per challenge that you unlock. So all those gold ones that you would normally have, those mm-hmm. now offer two season points instead of one. Oh, are those poses? Okay, maybe those are poses. They look like armor pieces, but maybe they're poses. So that was an update that they made to the MCC backend, and they also have playlists rotating in as well. So if you are interested in Checking that out, uh, up on the MCC, we might mix things up this week. You never know. Depends on what the community votes for. So if you want to influence what we're playing tomorrow during Fragment Friday, make sure you hop into our Discord and vote in the poll that we've got going on. We have Halo Reach Anniversary returning to social matchmaking and Halo 2 Classic Team Hardcore returning to ranked in MCC. Should be fun times. Yeah. It's been a while. Definitely won't be jumping in the hardcore list. <laughs> no. 
keeping it social and then I'll do some of the ranked stuff just for the challenge completion. But other than mm-hmm. that, I usually just stick to the social games because that's my ranked is not my strong suit. Although no. I did start trying to fill in my ranked matches in infinite last night. So uh, I got six matches done and I was, I actually felt like I was doing pretty decently. Although I lost four of the six games that I've played so far. So I'm, I'd be surprised if I get anything higher than like platinum one or two. Yeah. I think I, first time I ranked, I ranked it like gold one. Cause yeah, I, I don't know what the matchmaking system was doing, but they were putting me against people that I had no business playing. That seems to be happening a lot with the lower population. Sounds like. Well, this was back when the population was still high. Oh. This was like. Never mind then. <laughs> this was like the first month Infinite was out. Because I wanted my huh. achievement. Fair enough. Yeah, I don't know then. I mean, I'm, you know, I can understand what a low population, but eh, the population isn't that low. Yeah, it wasn't that low back when Infinite At lost. least at my skill level. Right, right. Yeah. Now, if you're Mint Blitz, sure. <laughs> I mean, yeah, Mint Blitz is on a whole other level. So, yeah, relating to MCC, uh, we also got the announcement of the pit being made to come into Infinite. So, during HCS this last weekend for the North American Finals, they showcased a new version of the pit that was made in. Halo Infinite. Um, a lot of mixed reactions from people. I think people from the competitive scene. No, there was the only one react. There was all. There was only one reaction. Just listen to the social media. Everybody hated it. <laughs> Don't get yeah. me wrong. Part of it is the way they promoted it, and I will yes. give that to the community. Yes, they should have worded that a little, a lot differently. Yeah. For one. If you're going to do a world premiere, you don't show an in-progress map. You show a finished map. Yeah. Two, if you're going to do a world premiere, you do more than one map. Yep. I mean, yep. come on. Give yep. us some big news. <laughs> you hear world premiere, you're thinking big news. Right. I'm not too... Right now, it's too cyberpunky for me. Just A lot of people feel that way. The two, The glowing purple, no. That yeah. just no, yeah. Honestly, it it they should have just remade it in a similar style because mm-hmm. the Halo Infinite visual looks distinctly different from the Halo Three visual. So it's gonna you want it to still feel like the pit and like from a layout perspective, it kind of does, but it it's just a vast departure. And like yeah. all remakes, well, I say all, but I'll say most remakes that have been made in Halo Infinite so. Far, or Halo over the years have had a very similar feel. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the, the graphical fidelity is a little different, but every map that's been remade has basically kept the original theme there. It's just they add mm-hmm. some additional roots, some other little elements within the map, resize them a little bit, where this one is a complete departure visually from what the pit was well yeah as far as the map layouts pretty close to the halo 3 oh yeah layout so movement around the map is going to be similar depending on you know this all kind of depends on if they put 
multiple Halo maps into its own playlist and have a more traditional type of movement through the map, like removing sweat sprint, you know, the, the abilities, you know, no grapple shot, no threat sensor, stuff like that. Or if they've built it to accommodate these, uh, the new Spartan abilities and the equipment, that's going to be the interesting part to see with the, see how well they struck a balance between those. Really, the only problem I have with the map currently is the purple. Yes, it does need more textures. I mean, just the plain gray walls reminds me of freaking Reach. Yep. It does need some more fine-tuning to make it aesthetically more pleasing, like removing the purple. And, you know, just give it some grunge. Yeah, the map's just too clean. Yeah, the other thing with, like, every Halo 3 map is it was a location that was believable. And this Mm -hmm. pit remake basically looks like it's an isolated thing. Kind of almost like how the arena maps were for Breakout in Halo 5. Well, Breakout was... I'm just, I'm just saying, I just mean from a visual perspective. That's that's all I... I mean, even the game type was a big step away from traditional Halo game types. Yeah. Which, honestly, it wasn't that bad. The problem was, the problem I had with it was Halo 5's initial matchmaking system wasn't that good at balancing teams. So I would always, it seemed like I would always get matched up against people that are way more skilled than I am. You know, it was actually kind of a fun game type. And when I got a game where the two sides were more equally balanced, it was fun. But yeah, like I said, the aesthetic of it, uh, you know, it's it was a real big departure from past Halos uh, with the, you know, the holographic type neon aesthetic that they had. But it kind of played into that, you know, holographic environment, too. Well, I mean, it was appropriate for that style of gameplay for mm-hmm. Halo 5. Yeah. And again, I was just comparing more with kind of the visual feel of what this pit remake kind of looks like at the moment. Yeah. I'm hoping that they will spend some more time basically dirtying up the map. It just, it's too stale. It has no real character of its own. Yeah. So I guess we'll see what it, see what we get when we, when it launches. We, we will see what happens. Yep. Overall. I'm, I mean, overall I'm pretty impressed with it. Just, I, you know, I look forward to playing it and see how it, it feels. I I never was a big fan of the pit, honestly. I like the pit for certain game types. Flag on pit was always fun. Ricochet was a blast on the pit. Yeah. So I would like to I would like to see I would like to see somebody build a ricochet game type. I mean Based on what we've seen in the Forge scripting, that's uh-huh. definitely possible. Like I said, I would like to see someone build a Ricochet game type. Yep. I, I, I bet it'll happen. Oh, I'm sure somebody might work on it. But. Yeah. Uh, we've also got the Halo 3 birthday, which we mentioned last week on the podcast. But uh, as of over this past weekend, Halo 3 has turned 15 years old. 
Mm-hmm. How time flies. Yep. I remember not feeling so ancient back then. <laughs> <laughs> I was in, I was my that was oh, that was my freshman year in college. Yeah. I was a freshman when yeah, that came I, out. I, I, I was 30 something. <laughs> lot young, long, lot wow, a lot younger back then. Mm-hmm. Uh, also at HCS Orlando, we had uh, Optic Gaming crowned the victors of the North American Finals. Uh, Greenwall making a comeback, surprised a few people, but Optic Gaming has such a huge following. If you were watching any of the event on Championship Sunday, you definitely heard those uh, Optic Gaming chants from the crowd nearly the entire time. So the world's just looking up to shape up a looking to be shaping up to be a really interesting event. So I will be there. I know several other content creators and other folks within the Halo community are going to be there. So looking forward to meeting some new folks and meeting up with some other friends that I've had a chance to meet over the years and looking forward to a good event. Uh, what's next? We've got Fractures Tenrai coming in for week number five out of six. So Land Grab is back in rotation um, to work on your uh, Fracture Battle Pass and Unlocks. For those that haven't got them all done already, there's a new um, Last Guy Marshall Choose Adventure story up as well for those who are uh, following along with that. We'll probably get to it on its last week and actually talk through what what happened. And we've also got the big news for today, which is Halo Infinite campaign co-op achievements have finally dropped. So with it coming out in uh, just a little over two months, uh, 343 did release the list of achievements. We are getting 24 brands making new achievements, adding 420 gamer score to Halo Infinite. So why don't we just go ahead and jump, drop on down the list, shall we? Sure. Starting things off, and then we'll just alternate between the two. Mix things up. Get at least one kill with every available weapon and grenade on the banished ship. My guess is that is for warship Gabracken. Yeah. Is well, what mean, they're talking the about. Time you're on a banished ship, so. And it would be right at the start of the mission. Yep. Or start of the campaign. So that's just making sure you pick up weapons that the banished have and check all the ammo crates for the other weapons as well. It makes me wonder, are there, like... Don't forget that BR at the very beginning, too. Well, and does a skull count as a weapon? Like, do you need to grab a skull and make a kill with a skull? And do you have to kill something with a fusion coil? Grenades? Like, Well, it says weapons and grenades. Okay. So maybe not skulls or fusion coils. Yeah, all available weapons and grenades on the banished ship. So that shouldn't be too bad. No. A lot of these that shouldn't be too bad. Yeah, a lot of these I don't think looking at them shouldn't really be that difficult. Folks. Well, the nice thing is is none of them state a specific difficulty, so you know, you can just go through it on easy and pretty much take care of most of it. Mhm. Or well, all of it actually. Yeah. Number 2, stick around. Defeat Tremonius with the skewer for 20G. Is there a skewer in that last room, or do you have to basically carry one to that room? 
think you have to carry one. In there the are room. a couple. You have to bring one with you. There's not one in the room. Yeah, but there's so, some yep. like shortly before. Not, not like. Well, I mean it. the the when you plant the power seed the first time, you can get a skewer right there. And if you're playing on a low difficulty, just keep it in your back pocket. Yeah, just keep it in your back pocket. It's fine. Or something else you can do is just turn on the bandana skull. <laughs> That's true. Very true. Rapid, rapid unscheduled disassembly. Destroy both phantoms before they leave outpost Tremonius. That could be challenging. Yeah. Because you need some power weapons to get all that. Well, I mean, like I said, if you have the skewer mm-hmm. uh, and you have the bandana skull on, uh, and they're, you know, if you're in co op, while one of you's attacking the phantom, the other one can go trigger the the tank blast down. Yeah. And grab the Easter egg. And grab the tank gun while they're up there. Yep. That still exists. This one ought to be challenging. Out with a bang. Kill the tower commander with a plasma grenade. Yeah. Have to whittle so, him down just enough and then try to... Well, At least you don't have again, to stick. Bandana skull? Well, true. <laughs> bandana skull is going to be the solution for a lot of these, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, you know, honestly, when I'm just playing campaign, I just pff, turn it on. That makes sense. Especially if I, you know, like, I'm, I've got a session where I'm going through, you know, finding all the collectibles and stuff. Mm-hmm. Bandana skull on. I've got the tank gun and a sniper rifle. Yeah, thankfully it's not like MCC where if you turn on one of those non-scoring skulls on, it disables achievements. Yeah, well, some achievements. Next one's work safe, workplace safety violation. Kill an enemy with the banished mining laser. That one could be a little bit more of a challenge. This one should be fun though, because it's basically just repulsor an enemy into the laser. Mm-hmm. But do you have, do you have the, re- you just grab it from somewhere else on the map and then just head straight there. You can get access to the repulsor. You can. I mean, you're going to have to be able to get to it, get repulsor before the laser. Isn't it like the third? There's no repulsor in campaign. All the, all the, you have to unlock it through your. Yeah. But each one is like a... Um, but yeah, I don't think you get the repulsor before... You have to be able to get it before. That would be the only way to get it. You don't it. have... You, well, most, hang on. Hang on. You have... If you load in, you have your abilities if you've progressed further. So maybe that's the point. Where you join someone who's like in a new save, you bring your abilities with you, and then you use it? Oh, well, it's going to be interesting to see. There's n- Oh, there's no repulsors at all. Oh, Mark, that we got a Halo fact wrong. Oh, so how do you get that repulsor? How do you get one in there? I, I You have to push them in with a ghost, I guess. Without splattering them. Mm-hmm. Or you make it to where they hijack you, you boost to it, and then yep. they knock you off before you... Oh, wow. Huh. That one, it, it ought to be interesting. So if there's no repulsor, that's going to be interesting then. That one's worth the 20 gamer score at that point. Mm-hmm. All right, what we got next? Let's see. Conversation of... Conservation. Conservation of momentum. 
Complete the conservatory in less than 15 minutes. Brandon on easy. Shouldn't be too, yeah, again, easy shouldn't be too bad. It really does beat everything. Eliminate all enemies at the South Beacon with a Scorpion tank. South Beacon. That's where you first get the tank, I think. Well, the first place you get the tank is at the outpost with the silos. I think it's right after that. At the South Beacon, though. Like the the Marines oh, yeah, in Distress, could... the ones that you have to go all the way down and past. That's a long way to drive a tank. Yeah, at four mile an hour. Well, and there's no flat path back there. Oh, I'm sure we'll figure it out. Hmm. Eric Abu says, you know, you call in your own tank once you unlock enough stuff. Right, but there's no fob back there to get a tank down that far. That's like over the mountain and around the rocky terrain where that south um, beacon is for the Marine squad. Maybe there's a tank back there we just haven't found yet. I'm not sure what that one means then. Well, I okay. figure that one out. Next one is vint- Vintage Fisticuffs. In the Nexus, kill the Hunter Pair with melee final blows. I've never tried to punch one of those hunters, so this is going to be interesting and new. We get to dance. <laughs> right? Yeah, that's... Uh, it won't be that bad. Again, go in there uneasy. It's just like dodging right. them in Halo. Yeah. It, it's just like dodging them in any other Halo game. It's still just a grind to know like when to when to like damage them and punch them because those don't have health bars on them. No, but it does have visual cl- clues to tell you that you're getting close. That's uh, some depending <laughs> on where you damage it. Well, once the back breaks off, you know they're close. Does the back break off every time? Yeah. Okay. Spire Stalker. Kill 40 enemies with the Stalker Rifle at the Command Spire. Band-Aid and Skull. Uh-huh. You just gotta find your Stalker Rifle. Yep. Turnabout is turnabout is fair play. Kill one Chieftain and use his turret to kill another in the repository. Which I've already pulled. I've already done that one, so <laughs> that's not that hard. Yeah. Uh, more than he bargained for. Defeat War Chief Eshram. Without ever fully losing your shields. Tank gun. Tank gun. <laughs> yep, tank gun and um was it cow not it's not cowbell, but it's the equivalent. Yeah, or yeah, the uh, the like the sputman skull. What was yeah, it? Yeah, the cowbell feather type yeah. skull. Yeah. Boom, boom. Something like that. Yeah. <laughs> Basically Splatter Explosion goes plat. That'd be fun. And then let's see here. Now this one is going to be interesting to see how they, if you actually have to do this while in co-op. Yeah. What's, what's rightfully ours in co-op capture all forward operating bases on any difficulty. My guess is it'll be something where you have to actually capture them in co-op. And that's going to be a separate thing. That's tracked. Well, like, you know, they've already said that your progress, when you join a co-op campaign, your progress is going to be merged. Right. Your campaign but, progress is going to be merged. So 
is that included what you've unlocked in the open world or is it well, just your campaign progress? My guess is that it's going to have to be, you have to capture this in a co-op session. Like even if you start something and you merge it all, if you haven't captured the other Ford operating bases before the merge in a co-op specific session, it probably won't count. Let's just try that out. That's just what I'm thinking will happen. I'm not sure. <laughs> Everybody gets into a co-op campaign and all of a sudden, like, seven achievements Bleep, pop. bloop. Yeah. Cha-ching! Cha-ching! Right. Cha-ching! Right. Cha-ching! All right, let's see. Yeah, next one is yours. Wardens of Zeta. In co-op, complete all seven banished outposts. Complete all seven banished outposts on any difficulty. Again, I'm thinking this is probably where you have to actually complete the outposts in co-op specifically. Mm-hmm. Like there's a separate track. You know, the way they've described it, I just don't know how that's going to work. But anyway. I mean, I'm thinking like how they've done the co-op achievements before where like you've had to complete the mission in a co-op session. For it to count well, like for that said, co-op achievement. Yeah, but w- if you load in a save that you've already unlocked, you know, you've already done all of this, is it going to reset them all? Well, no, it'll be a separate tracker for like, okay, I've unlocked this specific thing during a co-op session. Like I said, it merges your progress. It, it's not a progress thing. Yes, capturing... Capturing operating bases is a progress thing because it moves you up the ladder in unlocking weapons. So it is a progress thing. The deal is, in order to unlock that achievement, you have to start with a basically a fresh, brand new playthrough. So the way I imagine it doing is is not tied to your merge progress whatsoever. It is a, have you unlocked this fob during a co-op session? It's completely separate from... like I said, you're, the the saves go back and forth. There's not a co-op save and a single-player save. Your single-player progress affects your co-op. It affects your co-op experience, but it wouldn't affect your co-op progress in this achievement. That's what they said it would do. If everybody's done, say, the first three missions, it will start you at the fourth mission. For the experience in the co-op session, Yes, but not for the unlock for the achievement. They're told they're separate. They are separated. Well, that means that if you've unlocked, you know, say you've played the first four mission and you uh, have unlocked five of the bases, it's going to reset those and you'll have to recapture them. No, they'll be unlocked for your se- play session, but they won't be unlocked for the achievement. Then how do you capture them co-oply if they're already unlocked? You would have to go back, start a fresh one. Or join someone who hasn't unlocked those specific fobs. So in other words, them. you'd have to start. You'd everybody'd have to start a brand new session, like I said five minutes ago. Not necessarily. You could have someone that skipped capturing all the fobs in their campaign run and went to the end, and then they just went back and got all the fobs later on. Yeah, I just I, I don't know that it's going to go that way, but we'll see. That's what I'm I, I'm <laughs> guessing. That's the way they're going to do it. Yeah. Then we got uh, first responder in co-op in co-op answer all UNSC distress calls on any difficulty. That shouldn't be too bad. 
No. So I guess that South Beacon one then, Eric Yubu was thinking maybe that was the one of the Forerunner Towers. Could be. Well, yeah, they, they call those beacons, so yeah, we should, we'll see. Next one is Hunting Party and Co-op Eliminate All Banished High Value Targets on Any Difficulty. Then we have Air Raid in Co-op Kill 100 Enemies While All Players Are Riding Air Vehicles. Oh. So you want to do that after you've captured all the forward operating bases so you can have access to the Hornet. Or a sizable chunk of them. Yeah, the Wasp and the Banshee are what... Yeah, basically you want people in those. Uh, Cowcatcher. In co-op, splatter 50 enemies while riding in a vehicle with another player. Shouldn't be too terrible. Nope. Gruesome twosome. In co-op, kill 50 enemies while riding a mongoose with another player. <laughs> so basically, Cowcatcher just on a mongoose. Mm-hmm. Keep it steady, kill 5 enemies with a sniper rifle from a vehicle... All players aboard the vehicle share progress. So you can either have one person with a sniper or all people with a sniper and just the difference. Load them up. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Next one is Rolling Thunder. Kill five enemies with a gravity hammer from a vehicle. All players aboard share progress. I remember community videos where in Reach, people would use the gravity hammer or the concussion rifle to launch themselves in the mongoose and then whip out the sniper rifle and just shoot people across the map. Yeah. Inseparable. In co-op, kill a hunter and its bond brother within three seconds of each other. That might take a couple of shots, you know, timing shots. Yeah. And revert to save. Revert to save. Revert to save. (laughs) Just hope you don't get a save checkpoint after you kill the two hunters. Yeah, that would suck. Let's see here. You, me, same page. In co-op, destroy all uh, cooling towers at the dig site within 60 seconds of each other. This isn't at the refinery. This isn't the first one. No. This no, this is, at, this is at the dig site where you want to yep. kill somebody with a, the, uh, the laser. drill. Yeah, the laser drill. So if you got four people, that should actually be pretty easy because I think there's only four towers. Four towers, but there's... Two sets in each tower. So, I mean, if you're doing it with four people, then yeah, each one, each person just yeah, like does said, the tower. You you clear the enemies out, and then everybody stands in front of a tower, fires rockets or skewers or whatever you want. Yep. Uh, in 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 other ways, Bandana is going to be your friend in co-op for <laughs> some of these achievements. Yeah. Just don't turn it off. Don't don't turn off achievements with Bandana. They haven't said they're going to do it. That them. Made any notations in here that have any requirements. Right. Am I next? Yep. Yep. Controlled demolition. In co-op, destroy four fuel silos within five seconds at either Ransom Keep or the Forge of Tish. Which, again, that's... Those are pretty easy. Yep. And, you know, those, all you would need is four fusion coils. Or rockets, or, yeah. <clears throat> not a hard one to do. Even with just two no. players, not hard to do. No, not at that rate, no. Next one, wolves at the door. In co-op, lower all three gates within 15 seconds of each other at Riven's Gate. That's the last one. Just got split up and get them all. One, two, three. Yep. So not... Only a couple of these are maybe 
a little bit on the difficult side, but for the most part, a lot of these are going to be pretty easy to get. But Bandana's yeah. cool. <laughs> yeah, like I said, like you said, as long as they don't disable achievements when you turn on a non-scoring skull. Right. Although, I mean, there's technically not campaign scoring in Infinite. So. Well, what you know what I mean. Yeah. The buff skulls, more or less. But, but yeah. technically, wouldn't Cowbell be a buff skull in Boom? Those are kind of in that gray area because because they are really handy, but they can also backfire on you if you're not yeah. careful. You you want you want to talk backfire? Play Pillar of Autumn with Boom on. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, not Boom. Grant Funeral. Yep, because then it's just Grenade City everywhere. That I, I tell you what, when I did that, that was quite interesting. Because CEs, yeah, I still gotta do Lazo on those. That's not CEs. Fun. The funny thing is, CEs engine, mm-hmm. the you know that particular version of Halo. If you step out of sight, the explosion doesn't happen. Oh, so it's just sitting there for whenever you come back. So you have to actually watch the grunt the die happen. before the explosion will happen. It's the same way with grenades. I, I don't, you know, if you really? throw a grenade down the hall, uh, now it has to be, you know, far enough down the hall, but it won't explode until you stick your head out. I don't think I ever it, picked it up just on that. A, it's something that happens with MCC, because uh, in original Halo that wasn't a problem, but something with the conversion, yeah, it, it messes with you know timed explosions a little bit. There was a couple of times I walked around the corner to a grunt exploding that should have exploded a long time ago. Huh. I actually had to, when I was doing the achieving halo recording, I had to restart the level twice because of that. <laughs> Luckily Ouch. it was pretty, it was, it was early in the level, so it wasn't too bad, but yeah, still that sucks to have to restart because of, well, the only reason I had to restart is because I was also going for the achievement where you didn't lose your shields. You couldn't use your shields. You couldn't use the health pack. I mean, even still, it's just one of those, mm-hmm. like, well, this is how the game's supposed to work, but it's not working that way, so... Hey, it's Halo. That's just the way Halo is. You think you account for everything, and then, surprise! There's you some classic Halo experience. <laughs> so that's it for the podcast tonight. Again, a little bit of a shorter show, since we don't have a lot of news to talk about. We'll try to get a guest on for uh, one of our upcoming shows, and hopefully I'll be back in my normal spot so i'm not just being sucking up all the heat back in the corner over here in my current setup but thank you all for listening thank you all for downloading the show make sure you go into our discord and vote for fragment friday tomorrow imagine we'll probably still be an infinite but we'll see if people vote for mcc with the changes to mcc maybe mixed up a little bit but head over to pottagular.com slash discord put your vote in tomorrow and let us know what you want to play GT, any final thoughts? Not tonight. All right. I'm brain fried. Sounds good. Well, not the fried part, but no other comments is good. (laughs) Take care, everyone. Have a good night, and keep on fracking them trucks. Thank you for listening to Podtacular, the unofficial Halo Universe podcast. You can find our podcast on your favorite podcasting service and listen to us live every Thursday night at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time on Twitch. Check out our website, podtacular.com, 
and join the community on Discord at podtacular.com slash Discord. If you want to play Halo with us, come join us for Fragon Fridays at 8.30pm Eastern Time and Achieving Halo on Mondays at 9.30pm Eastern Time. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Become a supporter of the show by sharing the show with your friends and family. Or help keep the lights on by subscribing to us on Twitch, donating via PayPal, or becoming a patron alongside Confal, Pins Halo, and Prestige Ace. Until next time, keep on fragging trucks. <laughs>